welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Oh, happy Friday. It's Friday. Everyone. Friday. Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. We should do like we're we're by the way, we're working on um a new theme song and a bunch of different ideas, but now I'm thinking maybe we should do like a cover of that song where it's like Friday, gotta get with the bros on Friday. You know oh, what, what I mean? What happened to the ch- 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 chatty bros? Yeah, well, that, we're gonna do something like that too. I so can't we'll, wait for those guys to send us their fucking song. We have someone working on a song for us, so we'll see how it goes. If, Fans, if, baby. If, if, if they if they ever do it, we'll we see. work in house. Evan and I refuse to work with anyone who doesn't listen to our show. <laughs> this is a this is like a uh, this is a cult. Yeah. Welcome to it. Welcome to the cult. Um, dude, how was your weekend? How was your life? How was everything? Uh, it was all it was all good. I had an idea. I wanted to go before that. You ever listen to other podcasts where they like explain what the podcast is for like anyone listening for the first time? Like every episode starts where they're like, hey, like this is the podcast where we talk about whatever and this is like who we are. And I was like, we really don't do that. Well, because we have nothing to say. <laughs> what would we say? Hey, what's up, guys? What's Welcome up? to the Chatty Bros. We are a offspring. We are a stepchild of the Chatty Broads. And what we talk about is different stuff and then also talk about the Bachelor franchise. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, maybe, I don't know. But Welcome to it. Here Welcome we go. Welcome to it, man. No structure. Absolute craziness. We're so crazy. Welcome to our brains. We're mental. <laughs> it's like those memes, you know, they're like, they throw a rock. And they're like, you're insane. <laughs> That's us like, oh my God, we're talking about that. <laughs> That's the show. Dude. Buckle up. Buckle up, dude. Get ready because this is a wild ride for you. <laughs> Broads, this season of The Bachelor is a doozy, I hear. Listen, could you listen to people talk about and dissect and analyze Clayton's season all day long? Well, if that's the case, check out Bachelor Happy Hour, which is full of exclusive interviews, episode recaps, and more. I'm sure Becca Kufrin will have some amazing insight for the remaining episodes, like the fantasy suites, the top two, the women tell all. If you watch The Bachelor, then Bachelor Happy Hour is a must-listen. And if you want to hear the person being talked about the most at that very moment in the season, you know bachelor happy hour is going to have an interview with them you can listen listen to bachelor happy hour on apple podcasts amazon music spotify or you can listen ad free by subscribing to wondery plus in apple podcasts or the wondery app dude the our most. ladies had a like birthday hangout trip oh yeah that's what happened this weekend they went away what did you do what did i do were you dad mode or were you I no, so I had um my parents had the kids because I had on Friday we prepped for um USA climbing collegiate competition at the gym. And then Saturday we hosted the comp. So I had to be Oh, uh, you were working. Be at the gym all day Friday and then all day Saturday and then Saturday, I went and hung out with some, like Saturday night, hung out with some of my friends and then... Sick. And then Sunday was all dad day. Got it. Yeah. I was dad mode. Hard. Yeah. Just oh, dadding yeah. it up. What did you and Ember up. do? Dude, well, we found this... Um, <clears throat> I posted about it, but I, uh, we found this uh, theater <clears throat> that had a... That had a 
<clears throat> sorry, a theater that had like a straight up kids play place jungle gym inside the theater. What? So bean bags, you know, slides, tubes. And they just had a movie going at the so whole time? So it was like, no, it was like, so it was like the main theater. And then to the right of the theater, they had built along the wall, like this crazy jungle gym thing. So the way it would work was for 30 minutes before the movie starts, the kids are playing. So Ember met like two friends right away and they're playing for like 30 minutes and they're hanging out. Then the movie starts and all everyone has to get off and they sit down and watch the movie. Then halfway through the movie, there's an intermission where they can go play again. And then you watch the rest of the movie and then you can play for another 20 minutes after. So I have yet to experience the kids movie theater experience. Yeah. I've heard it's insane. But I think it like, depends on your kid. Like Ember loves movies. So she's uh -huh. like, honestly, it's like, she's just like, like this. She loves it. She's locked in. <laughs> and if you know Ember, you know, she very rarely slows down or stops. So it's the, it's one of the only times it's in her like life. That and swimming, right? Yeah swimming in movies she's like that's when well swimming no because then she's swimming and i have to like watch her the whole time and like swim with her so i'm talking about the times where she's chilling yeah like if you go say ember go play by yourself there's some toys she goes cool she's back in 13 seconds and she's like did hi. it she's like hi what are you doing and i'm like what played with them oh dude i go ember i'm gonna go use the restroom play with these toys 13 seconds later tick, 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 tick. what are you doing and I'm like, what? I'm going to the bathroom. She's like, okay. Comes back 20 seconds later. How much longer are you going to be in there? <laughs> the and then you're hiding. You know, you're just hiding in there. You're not even going to the bathroom anymore. You're just like chilling. But she's, yeah, she, but when it comes to the movies, dude, she loves it. She locks there and it's the only time the body stops. But are there other kids in the theater that are just going absolute ape shit? So this is the vibe I got. So I went, I, for some reason, it wasn't busy. The time mm -hmm. slot in the movie that we went to, it just wasn't busy. There was probably like eight people in the oh, whole okay. theater. So it was chill. But those eight kids made some good noise. So I'm thinking, you know, if this was a normal, like, big movie that just came out and there's, like, a hundred people in there, like, it would be chaos. Chaos. So I don't rec probably recommend, probably a mid-week mid movie's good. One of the funniest, like, movie experiences I had is just making me think when we went to go see, I forget which Harry Potter movie it was, but we were in high school and we went to the, like, day like the premiere day that the movie yeah. came out not like the premiere of harry potter but day one the opening day okay so like there's a line to get into the theater we are all like we're just shitty little high school kids like we we bought like harry potter costumes we were yeah. in like the cloaks lit off our ass going in to see harry potter and it was like kids and their parents everywhere and the movie starts and i didn't realize how involved like all these scenes in the movie were going to be, but I remember the very first scene, Malfoy comes out, all the whole movie theater, like all these kids are like, boo, boo. They're like throwing food at the, at the screen. It was like this whole thing of like, we're all just going to like shit on Malfoy. And I was like, dude, this is tight. Like go to a bunch of movie with adults and everyone's like quiet. Right. Shh. But it was like involved. It was like clapping when the thing happens and oh, screaming yeah. when was, the good guy gets beat. It was like a big party in there of like, we all love Harry Potter. Can't wait to see Harry Potter. So you didn't grow up in a Christian household? No. So you didn't get to experience and broads, I want to hear you guys' thoughts because this was so crazy and so like so apart of like if you grew up in a religious household in like the early 2000s, late 90s, was at a far too young age going to see the passion of the Christ. Oh, yeah. Talk about involved, bro. 
Imagine seeing what would be an NC-17 level violent movie like at 13. Or like 8. Or 8. And so you're watching this actor being like murdered in the most horrific way possible. And your parents are just looking at you and like, yes, this is what this is about. This is love. And you're like, and you're like crying and you're like, ah, and you're fucked up for like three days. And they're like, "Mm mm-hmm. But then the same parents are be like, you cannot watch Star Wars because it's too violent. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I mean, like, I've watched The Passion. Have and you I seen was it? like, yeah, dude, it's not a fun. I mean, it's just, I have a hard time thinking of it as like a movie. You just like watch this guy. It's a trauma experience. Yeah. You just watch him get tortured, brutally tortured to death. Yes. Um. So during like, the weekend. Oh, whatever. So during the weekend you know we did the movie stuff we did like you know i I don't know how you feel about it when like whenever you're just with the kiddos like on saturday sunday like no you know whatever let's say whatever all help's gone school's not and whatever you're just you and them your day just becomes like how do i keep them occupied right like you're not you're just in the zone of like i'm not gonna really get anything done and i just need to figure out a way to like keep them busy so that they don't revolt and you know have a revolt against me and then I was having this kind of thought about like being a single dad. How do you think you do being a single dad? Oh, um, I have no idea. I, 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 I want to say that I would just crush it because right. my move would be to like, okay, you're just a mini me now and you're going to grow up really fast. I'd be like, it'd be like, um, uh, there will be blood. You know, when he's oh, like, he's got the kid. This is my son. Right. <laughs> this is a family like business. An evil person. And he just takes him to all the business meetings. And, like, and the kid's just in all of the meetings. Yeah. And no matter what conversations being co- talked about, you're just like, you're in there, you're quiet, and you're just listening, observing, and learning. Mm. Be like having Ruth and Frank in there. <laughs> <laughs> While they're just ripping everything to pieces. Yeah. But I, I mean, single dad. I, I feel like the the goals of like parenting, like what you're talking about, of like you're just trying to keep them occupied. I'd have a really hard time sticking to like the goals that we're achieving right now, which are like, you know, our kids, our kids don't watch, our kids watch probably like an hour and a half of TV a week. Wow. That's really good. And they only watch, they're only allowed to watch Thomas the Train Engine, the original series, not like the new spinoff. So it's all the the toy, the the model trains, Zaboomafu and uh, Mr. Rogers. Those are the only TV shows they're allowed to watch. And if it's not one of those things, I put on um, uh, construction videos, like two hour long construction videos on YouTube of like dump trucks just moving like an obscene amount just like uh, two hours of uh, dump trucks getting loaded up with dirt. Wow. And then Frank, like, you know, the, it's the kind of TV where they are literally only occupied for like maybe seven minutes. And they're over it. And then they just like pick up their toys or like go outside. That's good. Yeah. But just, I'm like, yeah. it's also really slow paced TV. So it's like really relaxing. It's not hyper stimulating. No, I don't want them to like actually enjoy TV. Got it. That's good. 
Okay, broads, interrupting the bros, I think everyone pays some attention to what they're eating, but when is the last time you paid attention to what you're cooking your food in? The answer is never, maybe not often. At least that was the case for me. I used to look for the most nonstick options available because I wanted uh, the easiest cleanup possible, but then I found out just how bad traditional nonstick pans could be for you, and I switched up real quick to green pan. Okay, so here's the thing. Yes, nonstick can be convenient, but like Jess said, it can also be so bad for you because most nonstick pans are made with plastic coatings that turn toxic when they get hot. But everyone likes a nonstick pan, which is why the founders of Green Pan made the first ever ceramic nonstick cookware. It's nonstick that's non-toxic. So when you cook with ceramic, no harmful fumes are emitted in the process. Heat is conducted evenly and you can cook with less oil or butter and cleanup is a breeze. So what you're saying is that it's the perfect pan. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's what I thought. I actually got a set from Green Pan uh, this past Christmas, and it changed the way that I cook. Okay, and eat. I can now cook any meal in any pot or pan and not worry about what other chemicals I'm getting along with my meal. Green Pan is the best, and it's truly nonstick. Listen, I have bought many other pans that claim to be nonstick, Ugh. and then they work like. 25%. Cooking eggs on them is a nightmare. A nightmare. A when I started not, using Green yeah. Pan, I was amazed. And I'm not great in the kitchen. And it was fantastic. <laughs> it blew my mind. Okay. And also the, aset- the aesthetic. Gorgeous. The pans are gorgeous. gorgeous. Healthy cooking is about more than just the food you make. It's the products that you cook in too. So right now, Green Pan has an exclusive offer just for Chatty Broads listeners. If you go to greenpan.us and use promo code chatty, you'll receive 30% off your entire order plus free shipping on orders of uh, over $99. Whether you buy one pan or a whole set, that's 30% off. So head to greenpan.us and use our promo code chatty. So I don't care if you are Bill Gates or whoever, time is money, baby. Time is money for everyone. So why would you waste one single second doing things that you don't need to do, like standing in line at the post office? There's really no reason to waste time at the post office ever again when you use stamps.com. That's right. Everything you would typically do at the post office, you can now do from your own home computer using stamps.com. From basics like printing official U.S. postage and scheduling pickups to more complex tasks like comparing shipping timing and rates among different carriers, all things shipping are a breeze with the help of stamps.com. You're even going to save money every single time because you're going to get access to discounts that you can't even get at the post office, like up to 40% off USPS rates and 76% off UPS rates. Uh, I've, used, I've used stamps.com for so many things in the past year, like sending birthday gifts to friends and family, sending in tax documents, and of course, sending back returns from an online purchase gone wrong, okay? Uh, whatever tasks I have, stamps.com makes it easy and simple to complete. There's no special equipment needed, no supplies you need to order, just your home computer and a standard printer, and you'll be up and running in minutes. Stop overpaying for shipping with stamps.com. Sign up with promo code chatty for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale, no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click at the mic at the top of the homepage, and enter code chatty. Yeah. Do you feel like that takes extra work be- on you, like in that, in that, like... Do you feel like, because like, you know, TV can definitely be a babysitter. I think yes and no of like, I think it's like your patience with like hearing your kids complain or like cry when it's just like, sorry, just go do something else. Go outside. Like yeah. go outside. You There's chickens, cats. You have a rabbit now. 
do you go s- play with your animals okay. outside like go do something i don't know i'm curious about this because i have one you have two do you feel like the two really helps with these with the kind yes. of like they're entertaining themselves they're not dependent yeah they don't look to <clears throat> me because that's where i really struggle with ember is like i feel bad because it's like you know there's this level of like me i'm working jess is working we have her and she she does such a good job but at the same time there is this level of like when you have someone else to like entertain you or to like fight with or love or you know what i mean there's a little bit more of like a ecosystem there versus the one like before and i guess she was still so young you didn't really have a lot of lot of like well that's what i was gonna say too is it's hard to compare because like ruth is still ruth just turned three so one of the things like i've been trying to be more conscientious about is connecting with her yeah. like so like if i'm spending my time with her i was aware like a lot of the times it was like what you were talking about of like i just want to make sure you're having fun and that like you're being entertained in a way or like we're playing games. But I was also like, you can talk now. And I'm kind of like curious, like what you're thinking mm. about stuff. So now like when I'm in the car with her, it used to just be like, oh, put on, you know, put on whatever's just going to keep her quiet. Now, like I won't put on music for a little while. And I'll just like, if I pick her up from somewhere, it won't just be like, oh, what'd you do? What I'm like trying to get her to be like, what'd you think about that? Mm. Did you have fun doing that? Like, what don't you like? What do you like? What don't you like? A little more like? next level. A little more, dude. And once you get her going, she'll just... Yep, 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 yep. Dude, yep. and it's hilarious. Like, whatever is her perspective on stuff. Half of it's like unintelligible. Sure. But she's t- she's got a thought and she's like really like, you know, trying to emote on this like thought yeah. and just like get it out. Dude, Ember's at this age now where it's like, She's like a, just a, basically she's 25. Yeah. She's six, but she's 25. So it's like all her isms are no longer those isms, the three-year-old isms where it's like, and I really like that I saw this butterfly, right? It's so innocent and beautiful. Now it's like, she'll come back from school and be like, I'll be like, how was your day? She's like, good, but not good for Jesse. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, what? She's like, well got in trouble three like she now she's like into the gossip of school and stuff and she's like it was good but uh definitely a bad day for the teacher you know she's kind of like i don't want to say it but uh someone's struggling you know like she's like kind of like got like not gossip yeah Yeah, gossip, but like just she's just kind of like interested now in the social dynamics you know so she's just a little bit like ooh. like ruth is is very much in that like like well she'll just repeat stuff so like Remember, we were having this conversation about having to kill our rooster. Yeah. Which we don't want to do because our, our rooster and the hen are like inseparable. Okay. They like literally are like joined at the hip as they walk through the yard. Yeah. And like we have new chicks. So we were trying to like, you're supposed to isolate them with, with like a hen at first. Mm. So we did that. And the hen like wouldn't even pay attention to the chicks. She was just like running against the cage. She was like, I, to didn't, get, I didn't say I wanted kids. I'm just like hanging out. With my Trying to get to the rooster. And the rooster was like running in circles around the cage, trying to get to her. And, but the problem is, is like roosters, when they cross a certain age, get aggressive. They get really territorial oh. and protective. Like they'll try to spur the kids or like they'll like beef up, like flare their stuff, at, like their wings at you and like charge you. Just freaking bah, kick it away. But, uh i was like man like we're probably gonna have to kill this rooster yeah you know like this is like we're talking about it and anyway it's like something i i don't have any issues with that sorry if anyone does we eat chicken that's what happens to chickens don't really feel bad about it and uh um we were talking about in front of ruth 
next day I see Ruth out there in the yard and she's <laughs> chasing <laughs> she's chasing the chickens around and she's going up to the rooster and she goes, We're gonna kill you and we're gonna eat you. Oh <laughs> my god. Yeah, like just and I was like, Do you even understand? Like what that like, is? What, are you even connecting like when we have chicken for dinner? No, that it's literally not. that thing. Definitely not. No I know that's way. where I'm at. Is like you have no idea. She's just repeating something. Exactly. But it is hysterical to watch her just go around and be like, "We're gonna kill you and eat you." And go oh around my and like, god! You little psychopath. Yeah, and the neighbors are like, oh, "We need to move." Oh yeah, because they're like screaming in the backyard. We're gonna kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Ember's in the zone now where she's like, again, she's just so old and so smart with like, she's like street smart. She's crafty. So she can just read anything now. Like she can understand what you're trying to say. So like if you say, oh, five more minutes and then it's been like, let's say three minutes and she's like, how many more minutes? And you're like, still like five. She's like, no, but it's been two. It can't be five. It can't be five because it's already been two. So what is it now? You know what I mean? That whole thing. And then like, and she also does this like, now she does like uh, emotional manipulation. Mm-hmm. So she'll go. Now she does. I thought, I mean, they always that have. early. Yeah. But she's just so aware of like the dynamics. So she'll sense when I'm getting frustrated and then she'll just throw a, I love you, daddy. So like after she did something that was off limits or bad or wrong and she got disciplined and I'm like, Ember, please stop. You need to stop. And she's like, oh, oh, fine. Daddy, you're the best daddy ever. And I'm like, you little like dude she's just too smart you know like she knows like okay let me lighten the mood a little bit because i'm gonna need to ask my favor later That's or like it. a treat later let me just kind of open the uh, the the, the uh, equilibrium's off let me bring it back down to like dude she kills me ruth will go up to me or becca and she'll start petting our face right right and she'll go Shh, daddy it's okay daddy it's okay daddy it's just a little accident daddy we'll clean it up that she did yeah, that she did. That mm-hmm. makes a huge rest. She goes, it's okay, daddy. It's just a little accident, daddy. And then give you like a kiss on the cheek. By the way, clean like, this up because I, I need my thing over here made, yeah. made for me And then she's like, okay, okay, I'm going over here now. And she gets really quiet yeah, when like, she talks I, to you. I know if I make too much noise, I'll, I'll be involved but, in all this. Bro, I've been accusing her of emotional manipulation since she was maybe like eight and a half weeks old. <laughs> They're so on it. And Becca's like, she's just a doll, baby. Like, she can't be emotionally manipulating. And I'm like, Becca, she's literally crying. Like, you've said like no it. tears are coming out. <laughs> she's crying just, to, like, you literally just said she just fed. She's so full. If she, if she feeds anymore, she's going to be throwing up. But, like, that's all she wants. And she's just crying to have it. It's right. like, I get it's comforting, but also, like, she's doing it so that you will come in and do that. And I was like, that's literally like, you've said it yourself. She doesn't need it. She's manipulating right. you right. <laughs> to go in and get this when you don't even want to do she's it. She's like Sarah when she's crying and there's no tears. And you're like, wait, where are the tears? Yeah. Clayton's like, I don't believe you. I don't believe We're like, you. we don't believe you guys. They're just like, it's bizarre to see the the transition from like just sweetness to like sweet, but also like, aware of the dynamic that is going on when you see they have an agenda yeah when you see they're trying to achieve something and they're not going about the the basic way like when they're two or three it's just like i want this why don't you give this to me wah and then when it's like they get older they're like okay that doesn't work so let me strike deals and let me try to see if i can do like two nice things to get the one thing i want that he doesn't want to give me you know it's like there's also an age like right where ruth's at is the age where you're like they stop listening to no yeah and and they just wait for you to turn your back and then you see them and they're like six feet up. Right. Like in the cabinets trying to get exactly <laughs> right. what you said they can't have. Yeah. 
and then you yell at them and it's like well you can't really yell at them because of you know it's like and we taught them yeah because we're that's what we do in our lives now she's at that age where it's like she realizes that she can't just do that so now she has to go like get crafty about what how she's going to go about getting you to give her what she wants when you already said she can't have it this is what they didn't tell you about having kids was the like they tell you about the diapers they tell you about the money they tell you about the work the schoolwork. but what they didn't tell you is that you're actually living with another human that like is aware of the dynamic and has the mental fortitude and power to like you have to go to battle with if they are disagreeing you oh you're at war you're at war you're at war with your child and they're the cutest funnest things in the world and they know it for yeah exactly and then for like 20 years, you're just at war with them. <laughs> well, that's the common enemy. Yeah. We don't be just talking and about the common enemy. And as we continue, that that period of time where you're at war gets longer. Yeah. Because our kids get more and more dependent because they're just getting softer and weaker. <laughs> I like how you're saying that like we were like, you know, in the fields like. Bro, we were know. expected to be out of the house and not returning at 18. Sure. Literally, the like conversation now is twenty five. Like, what yeah. is that? When the more, hell did that happen? Things are more happen? expensive here in that's LA. True. That's true. Like not now, anywhere else. But like that's, that's another thing too. Like our parents could buy a house. It was like six bedrooms for like one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Now, like that house is three million. It's like we can't. There's that, big expectations. Dude, completely that different. concept of like what you're looking at like i mean and even in long beach when i'm looking at like what houses are going for it's just for like six the like now it's like the starting price for listing a house is like six hundred and forty thousand dollars oh and that's like for and it's a, a condo two bedroom one bath 675 square feet condo there's a house like standalone <clears throat> and, and that's long beach long beach for the longest time was like a place to get a deal mm-hmm. versus like that is a deal right but i'm saying like that place four miles up north of you in Manhattan Beach is two million. Totally. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. And if you go out to like Altadena, you get an acreage. Dude, did you hear about that guy that, uh, speaking of money, did you hear about that guy that won the lottery twice in three years? No. Yeah. His quote was, I'm still trying to spend the first 10 million. <laughs> what do you mean still trying like he he got a lottery ticket for like like a couple years ago and he won 10 million bucks and then he did it again like a week ago i could literally spend 10 million dollars tomorrow so fast not maybe, even tomorrow give it to me right now i'll tonight, have it by tomorrow morning it's gone before this podcast while we're recording i'll have spent it if you won the lottery, because there's obviously different types. Like he won the 10 million. There's like the 250 million. And I don't, I, mean? I don't mean also, I don't mean just like buying one big extravagant. No, thing. you mean like spreading you it out. You give me a list. Be like, oh, you got to buy 1,000 things. Well, okay. $10 million. Right. I'll do let's it. No say, problem. Let's say right now, let's let's each do this. Okay. We we buy a lottery ticket. We scratch it off. Okay. 20 million. 10 million each. Mm-hmm. No, let's make it a little more. You're not allowed to buy a house. $50 million each. You're not allowed to buy you a house. You can buy anything you want. $50 million. It's $100 million. We split it down the middle. What do you do with your 50? 50 million. Well, this is no taxes, right? We just, you get the 50 million. Yeah. Like we just, just for, the sake, have, okay, the, for the sake of the thing, it's 50 million in cash. Boom. 50 million is mine. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Um, okay. So this is where, this is where it gets, um, this is where it gets interesting. Okay. This is where it gets interesting. The, okay. We're going to open up a few different accounts. 
Okay. Accounts. <laughs> we're gonna get a few different Swiss accounts. banks. We're talking like with that kind of money here. We're talking like private. We're talking private security interests. We're looking. Okay. I'm looking at space. We're looking at this stuff. We're looking, I'm looking at space. I'm looking we're at looking like into space. I'm looking at investing into whatever Bill Gates is investing. And we're looking at magnetic launch systems. I'm going to be talking about that <laughs> stuff. I'm like, what's space trade going to look like? I'm going to invest in whoever's going to commodify this is a, this the space This is 500 colonies. billion. This is 50 million. Okay, part of it's going to go into something <laughs> like that. Space. Part of it's going to go into something like that. I'm going to buy a sick watch. I'm oh, gonna what get, kind of watch you I don't get? actually know if I want to watch, but I'll, I'll think about it. <laughs> May I just, think about some chains. I don't know what it is, but chains are just hilarious to me. I think but, like, and I know you're not, not, not like a, a watch guy, pendant though. chain. Well, I like, do. You don't like this watch that I have. I you like think watches, this is lame and douchey. Breaking, you like, um, you like leather keep, watches. I do like a leather strap, but I keep breaking my watches. That's a, one reason I don't wear them. Um, so we're already off the watch. Yeah, but I've got some serious. I'd I'd do some like some business investments. I'd probably I'd if I had fifty million, I'd probably to like I'd probably spend forty of it smartly, and then I'd just be like ten million dollar boys trip to Vegas. Let's go. Ten million dollar boys trip. Who knows, dude? Like what? That's how you go to Vegas. Hell of a trip. You don't want to go to Vegas. I mean, if you want to spend a lot of money really fast, yeah, go to Vegas. Yeah, because then you just you can gamble. You can do. Twenty thousand dollar. It doesn't make any jack. sense. Right, yeah, right, and right, you're obviously right. if you have that kind of money, you're not going to be like, oh, I want to find. You don't go in and be like, go to Harrow's and be like, where's a five dollar blackjack? It's before five. I know there's a five dollar blackjack. You're only table. doing high roller tables. No, you're going to yeah. be like, oh, I'm going to do this, and all of a sudden you're going to be like, well, I've literally been in Vegas for seventeen minutes. I've, I've played eight hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, I played eight hands of blackjack. My first cocktail is in here, and I'm like two hundred thousand dollars down. Right, right, right. <laughs> like. What's happening? But you know what would be, you know be hilarious, though, is if you if you do all that and then you make 10 million last minute. So now you're up 10 million, you have 20 million, you walk away and you're like, oh, again. shit, now I can't, I didn't spend it. Dude, we sat, so Becca and I were in Reno and I was like, we didn't play any tables when we went to that restaurant for her birthday. But, because um, she was feeling, she was feeling ill, we were like, we were going to, but in the airport on the way out, I was like, we have to go and play like electronic blackjack. Right, you just got to do it. And I was like, I'm going to make, I was like, I'll make, money like comparatively i i was like i'm gonna put 20 bucks in and in you know you're betting quarters yeah i had 40 bucks in like fucking 10 minutes did you keep playing or did you cut out i got up and went to the bathroom she lost it and let back she fucking lost all of it dude she was down you're playing a quarter a hit she lost it all in the time that i walked like four <laughs> gates down so like, this is not a long walk it's no, like it's literally five like minutes two and a half minutes right went and peed washed my hands money's gone come out she's got like seven dollars and i was like what did you do <laughs> and then she's like you gotta get you gotta get i was like cash out we go to a different machine right that's what you gotta do it you gotta switch the machines yeah, and they get smart gotta get the, gotta get the i got uh, us the back going. up to even and i was like we're out of here dude like, <laughs> like you're like, like the last here. <laughs> you're the last person i'm talking taking to fucking vegas are you kidding me that's he's like funny. what are you doing is it a tried and you true don't play system? my money you don't play blackjack like that. You played. There's rules to. You were playing blackjack. with like a dealer, or was like a thing. It was just a little computer. Oh, like computer like blackjack. It. Got it. But the computers reward you if you know like what the rules of blackjack. Yeah, are. normal, normal like when to hit. Yeah, Which yeah. is like yeah, exactly. And it's a lot of the times it's so like she does not know the game of, like, of blackjack. Oh, or if you no. I, well, she does in the sense of like you want to get twenty one. She knows what twenty one is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was like and like but the not idea knowing of like, the, like when do be I eleven hit. or one. It's that it's like, stuff. Okay, I have Most 16, people are good at that. that kind of stuff. Yeah, right, right. Well, it's right. like, oh, dealer's showing seven and you have fifteen. 
do you hit? Right. It's like, actually, odds are you just stay right there. Right, exactly, exactly. You just right. stay there and let them bust. And if, well, the hard thing, though, I will say about the computer ones is that, like, you don't know if it's completely rigged, right? Because it is just a computer. So it can't, versus, like, one-on-one -on -one with the dealer, you can at least just know it's, like, a straight up to That's some extent. That's why you have to know when to, like, when there's too much of a pattern, you just go and switch machines. Yeah. But for the first, like, 10 minutes, if you play by blackjack rules, mm -hmm. like, you can buy one of those little blackjack cards in vegas or you can just look up online of like statistically what you're supposed to do in every single scenario in blackjack and what's amazing about vegas and like the odds of blackjack, you can sit at the table with that card and the dealer can deal you and you can literally be like i have 13 the dealer has this statistically i'm supposed to do this and literally just do that right that's not cheating <clears throat> but it gives you the best odds if you do that on the computer ones that i swear to god for like the first 10 minutes it just rewards you and it's like oh yeah here's how you play got it because they're supposed to be like there's a table etiquette mm -hmm. on that table players like if you're not playing at a full table of people you know really well and you just sit down at a blackjack table and just start fucking doing whatever yeah and you're not playing as like a team of people versus the dealer like yeah. versus the house people get super pissed at you. Right. And will like, you know, want you to get up and they'll sure. be like, it's pretty aggressive because they're playing for money. They really care about it. Right. You're just trying to have a good time. Yeah. But like, yeah, you hit on that. Like you hit on 15 when they're showing something they're like, pissed. oh my God, because you're taking you're, their you're card. You're ruining the vibe. Yeah. <sighs> so anyway, I'm, my theory, my passive unproven life experience theory is that the computers will reward you. And if you think that like earning 20 bucks in 10 minutes is well worth your time, like I do, because I think about how that equates to an hourly pay, like <laughs> my eyes earn 20 bucks in 10 minutes. That means I'm earning, you know, you multiply that by six. I just earn $120 so you're an not, hour. You're not, but you're not, so you're not a degenerate then in Vegas. You're very oh, like no, practical. Dude. I'm extremely like practical. You go to like Vegas. a blackjack table and you win $200. You're like, oh, fantastic. There's dinner and then we're good. And then you're oh, like, Vegas it's all an for equation me, for you. Vegas for me is not fun when you care. Okay. You have to set aside like a specific allotment of money. And when you just go like, this money is not money anymore. This is just like tickets. And I'm going to go play these games. But like winning it, it's not like, oh my gosh, like if I go with $500 and I've been up like pretty, I've been up like well over what I set out with yeah, and lost all of it, right. which I also think is like kind of fun. That's the journey, right? You don't go like, that's generally the journey of the whole process yeah. is the emotional highs and lows. But when you get married to the like, it's only about like, dude, if you go, if you have 500 bucks and all of a sudden you have like $2,000 and all of a sudden you're just like, oh my gosh, like I have this $2,000 now. And all of a sudden, like you can't lose any of it. But that's what I'm, but that's, what I'm, that's the vibe I'm getting from you that you're like that, that once you win the money, you're like, I'm out because then I, that's my money for my trip. And that's, you know what I mean? Versus like, I feel like the more of the classic gambler is like, you end up with nothing because you got greedy. You went with the process. You got drunk. You you know what I mean? You kept enjoying the well, process the as opposed to like, like, I am now practically getting out with my money. You the know gambler I mean? in my mind is the like, when you start digging down where you're like, I only, I said that I was only going to spend $500 and now you're withdrawing like another 200. And then you make that 500 back. Like you say you break even and then you're like, okay, I did that once let's do that again i'm like that's when that like starts to become like somewhat of a sick cycle for me it's like you just have your like 
I, I mean, I, I just, I, it's not about like, oh, if I'm winning, I want to get up and walk away. But I'm like, there's also, if you are up, you're doing something really wrong, like insanely wrong. If you just lose it that quick. Yeah. It's like, okay. Oh, sure, sure, sure. If you want to go play roulette, <sighs> like that's fine. But like, I was just sort of like, what we just, we just earned all that together. You saw what we were doing. Yeah. How did you just suddenly take over and crash this plane? Yeah. And like no time at all. Like what happened? How fast were you just playing hands? Right, right. That's where I get like confused. Mm. And it depends on the game because I'm also like, part of it is like, it is expensive. So it's like, you have to have the freedom to like, know that you don't play every hand. Like if you're sitting at a blackjack table, there's no rule that you have to play every single round. Gambling you can just with chill. Well, you, know, you know what Vegas is about? Free alcohol. And cheap rooms. Free alcohol and cheap rooms. So if you're going to spend... I This is how I think about it. If I'm going to go spend 20 bucks in Vegas, I'm going to get at least three cocktails before that 20 bucks is gone. So it's all kind of like I'm saying, it's all kind of a part of There's the deal. There's an exchange of value in there. Well, there you go. Sit okay, so uh, so a boys a boys Vegas trip would be a part of it. <sighs> That'd be a big part of it. If I extravagant, may, extravagant. Yeah, let, let's get back on topic. This is okay. about spending ten million dollars. Yeah, no, or fifty, $50 million dollars. Yeah. Uh, okay, so for me, I wasn't prepared. So you have to you you have all this. Time oh, I wasn't prepared. prepared on this. I just well, yeah, but you we had all this time to about prepare. It. <laughs> no, I mean, if I made if I got fifty million dollars, the first thing I would do. $50 million. Yeah. The first thing I would do is rent an insane private jet. Mm-hmm. Like the, the super nice one. Over the top nice one. G11. Sure. I don't even know if that's G48. Real. Spaceship. Okay. Bezos' spaceship. Yeah, I'd rent the spaceship. <clears throat> I'd call 7 to 10 of like the closest people in my life who I just want to spend the time with. I rent the most insane house in like the most on like an island Mm -hmm. and we fly out to the island and we just have the most over the top trip ever like for like for a while too like weeks like a month maybe safari just the most insane sick thing ever like just live like a billionaire charter an unbelievable yacht to cruise around you know what i mean like yeah like a million dollar trip you know what i mean just unbelievable um while I'm there game planning what to do with the rest of the money. So like we have the conversations at dinner, like, well, what should we do with this? What is this? And then it probably break down from there. Like once I came back buy like my dream house. So a place where I want to live, where I'm just kind of like done. I don't have to think about housing anymore. And like, I want to be here. Um, make sure that like Ember's school is good. You know what I mean? Make sure that she's in a good spot. Um, make sure, consider it. make sure that we're just like, like on, that might even be honestly like create a school. Like I've thought about this, like create a school for Ember where it's like you you find 15, 20 kids who are like in the same kind of world she's in and the same interests and the same and then like hire a teacher and like make sure they're really like cared for in a way that's like custom where it's like we got to identify your strengths and we're not going to try to feed, you know, put you, push you into the system and like stuff like that. I don't know. Just experiment with that kind of thing. So like set up our life to where it's like really just like set for like the next steps of whatever. And then it would be like, then it would be kind of normal from there. It'd be like give give some. Then it would be like uh, uh, invest a good chunk, right? And maybe live up. Maybe find an amount that I can just live off of. Like the like I can like take take ten percent of it and then be like, okay, cool. That's that's what we live off of. 
And then in the yeah, invest another chunk where it's like, okay, cool. We're building businesses. We're doing things like that. Um, like I said, humanitarian stuff, take care of like family and people who are like, you know, Okay, this is all just got Elevate super lame. No, no, no. I want to take it back to like, let's call Mike Tyson and be like, Mike no. Tyson, how do I blow a fortune I'm getting overnight? There. I'm getting okay. there. So then like, that's a good chunk. You know, that's like half. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I'm not buying a $30 million house. I'm just buying like, no, a, couple, I'm buying like a five bedroom house that I really like. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> and then. But it's like sick. And then it's like, have a good chunk where it's like, cool. For the next couple of years, we can just do insane stuff. But see, like, that's too long. I no, no, this no. Was, I thought but this I was about spending no, no, no. it like ASAP. No, 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 no. I'm saying if you want, what would you do if you got $50 million? I'm saying, cause then I'd want to like, I'd want to know if I burned it all quick, it would be the funnest quick ever. And then I'd be like left with a hole in my like soul. Cause I'd be like, Oh my God, now it's all gone. And, but I would try to find a way to be like, I'd want to like have on retainer, like an adventure guide to where it's like, okay, cool. Like this guy once a month, takes us somewhere and we do some insane shit so like i just text him and go hey i need a boys trip put it together and it needs to be insane and it can't be in america and he goes boom and he like puts together it's like a concierge to I'd the world like, or me and my lady want to get out of town for a week what hook it up and he's just like oh, okay you're going to barbados and you're doing this and we have this set up for you i want to get into like producing a movie be like let's produce a movie there you go. That's a really good way to just blow a shit. I want to. I want to write a movie and make one. Cool. I got the writers for you. We got the I thing. The sec. What's your movie <laughs> idea? <laughs> like movie. Be like, okay, it's a space opera. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> like, this is. And the Ninja Turtles are in space, actually. And the Ninja. We're gonna have a crossover, universe crossover. It's gonna Ninja Turtles meet the Power Rangers, and they have to save the universe. Well, what's Frieza? What's funny about huge. that is that is like what rich guys do in hollywood mm-hmm. where they have a bunch of money and then they're like i want to make a movie man and that's how cult movies are they're made. like listen it would be like jurassic park was awesome but what was missing from jurassic park for me was indiana jones we're angels angels <laughs> and um and indiana and magic and, and indiana jones yeah it's just like what and Hire, re- what was what's harrison ford doing call him yeah call him right now he's still <laughs> acting right i bet mean, your dad's worked for guys like that it's like weird billionaires who are like, I want to make a movie. And you're like, well, okay. My dad has, um, it's just rare in Hollywood. He has this thing called integrity. So, <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Excuse me, Evan. I figured there was a, a prize for My everything. dad was a strike leader during <laughs> I, the writer's strike. I figured there was a prize okay. for everything. Uh, uh, no, that was, I, I mean, I still think, I, I would be really interested. I wish you could look up like a uh, play-by-play of like how, these guys like MC Hammer, like what did they do to lose all their money? Well, I th- I know it's like I know when you look at it, it's like Mike what Tyson they say lost. Is, he had like five hundred million dollars. Dude, he he's done it, it numerous times. Yeah. But but he was like buying tigers and shit. Like that's how I was like, dude. He's buying, but it's also crazy. He's living in Vegas. There's no income tax, so he just got. If he wins the fight, he gets three hundred million dollars. He has that money. I think the point to the story is it's really easy to like. That's why people like win lottery and then like three years later they're broke. You know what <laughs> actually like, does it is boys trips. <laughs> yeah, it's boys trips actually boys when trips. you look at like uh, when you look at like what these guys did it was like oh if you're gonna buy like a twenty thousand dollar rolex you bought one for all your, yeah. like, your 10 buddies in your and posse now you're 200, 300, and then you want to buy a lambo you buy everybody one because you can't be the only one with it because it's not fun if right. many of your friends have a lambo your friends as well. don't have the money yeah and then you got an all street race and do dumb shit with your friends yeah. that's like how you blow money 
All right, broads, interrupting the bros one more time. You know what they say? Variety is the spice of life. And my God, that has never been more true than when it's applied to working out. Living in Los Angeles, I've gone through so many phases of my fitness journey. There was, of course, the Pilates phase. There was the gym phase. There was Mm -hmm. the yoga phase. There was even a running phase, although one was the shortest and that was the running. Okay, (laughs) but without fail, I always would get bored after a few weeks of each workout but ever since I started working out with the Peloton app and the Peloton, that doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. That's because Peloton has literally every single type of workout available on their platform. So if you thought Peloton was only cycling classes, you're so wrong. You can try out so many other types of movement like bar, strength classes, yoga. You can even try their newest discipline, which is boxing. Dude, I love, like I've said before, their guided runs that you don't need a treadmill for. Then they also have treadmill like runs, walks, treadmill hikes, even Dude, there's so much. And like their floor strength routines. I love them. I love them. Peloton's great, even if you don't have a gym at your disposal and you're just uh, and you're just working out from home. Um, and I also like to alternate between yoga and HIIT classes. And each day is different. So I really look forward to my workouts. One of the best things about Peloton is not only are there tons of options for the workout type, there are also tons of options for the workout time. It doesn't matter if you have 15 minutes or 75 minutes. There are so many options to choose from so you can get a good sweat in. For a limited time, try the Peloton app for free for two months, then $12.99 a month after. New members only. Visit onepeloton.com slash app to learn more. That's two months free at O-N-E-P-E-L-O-T-O-N dot com. That's what's so weird to me when you hear about like billionaires who uh, make a bunch of money and then they they're like they're like proud about the fact that they don't change their lifestyle and they still live in their like old house and they're kind of like, like the Google guys still drive like the '80s Volvo or um, Bezos back in the day he drove like a Civic until his company was worth like 15 billion and then like, uh, like now it feels safe to uh, upgrade what's his name um, Berkshire Hathaway guy the um, uh, Warren Buffett, he still lives in his house that he bought in 1952. It's like a three bedroom, two bath in Ohio or whatever. <laughs> it's kind of like, why are you collecting all this money? <laughs> like, I what's enjoy, the point? <laughs> I know, right? I enjoy the practical aspects of a reasonably sized house though. Mm. I don't mm. want to have, I think it's insane to have such a large house where suddenly you are creating jobs for people because your ego needed that house. <clears throat> but then, then you're creating you're jobs, bleeding, that's pretty cool. Sort of. If it's like, Job but creation. then- the problem is, is your house becomes a workplace for other people. <laughs> it's just, it was a compound. So it's just like it's someone warehouse. else's office. You know, <laughs> like if you have to have like a full staff of people, you're never really alone in your house and nothing's private mm. and you don't like get those moments of like escape, which I mean is not so different than having kids and someone waiting for you at home. The work, we were joking, work just becomes your escape from that <laughs> right, entire situation. The the bathroom. You're like, I, yeah. gotta, I just got to like, you don't even quick. have to, but I do. I'm like, I'm wildly uncomfortable. If I were to have like staff around me, be like sitting outside. And then all of a sudden your gardeners show up or like this person, just like you forgot that they're scheduled to clean the pool. Right. And you were like, I wasn't planning on the pool guy coming today. I was just like really in this like Zen moment. And now you're like, well, I'm in your, sp- I own this $7 million house, right. but now, now I'm in your space. Like, excuse me. I'm Which sorry. Which in Venice is a two bedroom, and two you, bath. And he's like, I never <laughs> want to be in a position where I'm like apologizing for people who like are working for me to make my environment more enjoyable. I'm like, I don't want that. It's funny because we've both been around celebrities and it's funny when you see celebrities because they're you, that's what their life's like. Like yes. celebrities don't go anywhere without a team. Like you'll never see a famous actor, actress. Um, you'll never Musi- see I a think musicians, musicians, especially but musicians like all the people I work with. So. It's like they come in and there's four people with them at all times. Actors, it's, a, it's like a, a person who does like 
fashion stuff, they, the person who takes care of their personal assisting stuff, the person who takes care of their car. But it's like there's four to five people at all times working, living in their house, working with them nonstop. Like, are you good? Do you have your water? Are you okay? Cool. I'll get make sure you get your lunch. Like, they're they're just used to being waited on. At I all really times. think that's it's more musician thing. Oh, okay, see, I'm like, not around the actor. I'm around the music. Actor people. stuff I've seen are like it's more it's, more mellow. Well, yeah, way more so. Like they're just on the phone all the time. Like they'll be dealing with like, you know, I, I, I've been, I, I don't know. I haven't seen it as much as like when I've been around musicians of like full blown, like you never not have your photographer, your, your, sure. your, There's always people. your, what, who is it? Your, um, stylist, the, the manager who's like the, yeah. the TM, the tour manager mm-hmm. that ends up being like these crazy familial relationships oh, yeah. where like those three, the photographer slash videographer, the tour manager and the artist are like an inseparable trio. And they're that's also like, like what makes everything actually happen. And they're always keeping you from making mistakes. They're always Completely like the ones that are like shielding you. Like literally shield, like yes, that's exactly. <clears throat> and keeping your word. Yeah. Being like, you said you were going to be here. You have to go to this thing. You yeah. have and to like, do this. Okay, fine. Yeah. Now I kind of like that idea. It'll be like, just someone waiting on me all the time. That's totally different <laughs> than being like, the pool guy's here and you can't play, you can't have pool party time anymore. How sick would it be though if you could be like, I'm hungry. Greg, fish sounds good. I think it, dude, <laughs> you I'm have like, to go get it for me. It Holy removes, shit, I mean like, it's, uh, it's definitely not healthy for your brain. That's for sure. No. And I don't think it's even healthy for like enjoying stuff. Yeah. I think there's like, you uh, you know, um, like my favorite meals, like you can go to like an insane sit down restaurant or whatever, like have the best chef in the entire world cook a meal for you. It'd be like extravagant. It'd be a really cool experience. Have it be like really good, you know, whatever. It tastes good. The best meals for me still are like on a backpacking trip. Sure. Yeah. Like, it's I like, just walked. It was hard to, it took some effort. I like, just walked like 14 miles and now I'm going to fucking make this like shitty fucking thing of like beans and rice, like dehydrated beans and rice and throw like a bunch of butter and like, you know, salt in it and then, and some cheese and you sit and eat it and you're like, Oh my God. And I think that goes back to the, the, the um, the, uh, lottery thing where it's like after like six months, you'd be like kind of bored. Like I've kind of done all the trips. I've done all the crazy stuff. Let's go back to gap. I kind of miss, I kind of miss like selling life pants. being fun, you know? And that's what I tell myself. <laughs> When I don't win the lottery. It'd be like, let's go back. You know. Speaking of um desensitized, mm. we should get into this episode. Oh. Talk about a guy that's just, you know, being courted. And he had he won the he won the, the the dating lottery. He's just being courted and, and, and pursued by everyone. Uh what were your thoughts on the episode? I mean, we had that this is hometowns, everybody. So it's like the family meets. Hometowns is always boring. It's definitely, unless there's like a crazy family member that does some crazy shit, it's always a little bit like... Which there are some good family members in this, but... Who was your favorite family member? I Honestly, I really liked um, Serena. Is it Serena? Serene. Serene's Serene's brother. Yes. And... um, Protective brother. Florida girl's dad. Dude, (laughs) the dad was great. That was amazing. I don't like none of this. I'm not just what I'm saying. I'm old school here. What was he saying? He had some term. He's like, I'm going to... If if I talk to if I talk to Rachel and she likes you, I'm gonna pat you on the arm. And that was know. I love that. <laughs> like I'm gonna shake your hand and pat you on like, the arm. That means you're good on my book. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna say hey, I approve. I'm not gonna give you a hug. I'm just gonna give you a little pat. So he reminded me of one of my best friends that's coming to visit this weekend for this bachelor party. Mm-hmm. He reminded me of my my buddy Eric. He's from Massachusetts, but it was like that. Yeah. 
in the first interview when he's like explaining like how out of control he is yeah. when he's like oh he goes i'm like you know she had a boyfriend and they got in an argument and I asked her, I said, you want me to go beat him up? Yeah, it's very, it's, I was like, <laughs> it's very wow, like, wow, you're so scary. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very like, uh, unnecessarily like alpha. It's just like, bro, like just chill. What did he say? What's the first thing he said to Clayton? Clayton sat down. He's like, I don't like you. <laughs> well, no, I don't know if he said that, but it was like everyone in the house said he doesn't like anybody. But yeah, he doesn't like anybody. What would you do? What would you do going no, into that he, energy? He said, no, he said, um, he said, you have to prove to me like why I should like you. Like that oh, okay. was what That's he said what he in said. the interview. And it was just like, wow, what a way to meet someone. <laughs> what would you do? I would love to see someone just like, if some dad wanted to come out and be a hard ass on that, I would love to see a bachelor be like, we throw down right now. Be like, honestly, be let's like, fight. It, honestly, we'll like if that's what it takes, if that's what you want to see, like fucking jump, dude, jump old man. <laughs> come at me let's see what happens and just challenge the dad and just be like cameraman would be like what is going on like this whole thing they would love it i would love to see a bachelor just come on and be like i will knock your old ass out let's go let's go out front right now let's go in front of bring bring your daughter out there bring your wife out there let's go out in the street call the neighbors let's make a spectacle and just see what they do Just be like, cool. Like set a mat up. <laughs> Just go fully like, be like, I've been Bring on the show. boxing gloves. I've been on the show going crazy for like how yeah. many weeks. Please I don't need this me. shit right now. Yeah. Just Honestly, do it. I tend to, I have a weird kind of like sick um, love for people that rage. Mm-hmm. Like when I, when I see people like road rage, it, 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 it actually does the opposite effect to me than make me angry. It actually does. The, I start laughing, which doesn't go well because people that gets me more mad but like anytime i'm in a situation where someone is like very angry for no good reason so it's like clayton if this guy was like super mad at clayton like clayton hasn't done anything yet to like cause him to be mad yet so anytime i'm in a place where someone's freaking out like you know let's say you accidentally cut someone off in line at a restaurant and you didn't know they were there and the person goes excuse me you know that whole thing i don't freak i immediately start laughing because that's just like (laughs) holy shit like you're so mad about something so hilariously small that like you're losing your mind so i always just do stuff like it's all good you okay you know and then they just lose it but like so for me like i think if i was having to walk into that environment i would just be laughing and i would just be like hey like that's you're like are you you're i would be i would just say stuff like you're scary you know i just like i'd say shit like that just to like be like you know that this is kind of silly, That's right? So that you're funny. like trying to be scary right now. Cause it's like, listen, like we all know Clayton, I mean, Clayton's huge. Clayton's enormous. He's like six, five two fifty muscle. Oh, yeah. So it's dad, like a little bit of like, dad's like, what are you going to do? Like, Hey man, that's Chill. my point. <laughs> That's sort of my point. It's like, bro, like, you're going to literally like try to intimidate Clayton right now. Like, what is your goal? What's your end Clayton goal like from this? A mountain. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he's like a teddy bear of a mountain, but like he is still, nonetheless, huge. yeah, he's massive. But that's what, it's so funny you said that. My reaction isn't to go aggro. I go into like stern dad mode. So you would, I'm like, you would stern dad him back. Oh, I'm just like, I would be like, um, I was just thinking of your store idea. Like when I've been in the store with people where I'm like, you're behaving inappropriately. Really? You go like, you go like, you, you dad him. Oh, like shame into just like what is wrong with you and to like you do not act like go outside 
Yeah. And that's immediately where I go to is like, in, like straight to like from right down here, there's no in between. It's immediately like you're grounded. Right. That's like my go. That's sort of how I handle those situations. Got it. Doesn't matter who it is. <laughs> I mean, like, it you comes don't. out before I've even had time to consider like what's going you on. You discipline them. Just immediately into like, that is problematic and that is not how you handle these situations right. and that is rude behavior and I do not tolerate rude behavior. <laughs> and you are going to get a timeout. Yeah, and, and like, that is what? just, we're going outside. This is not, that's not, you need to go take a big deep breath outside right now. Yeah. You, you know, you march yourself out that door. Think about <laughs> you what tell you the did. dad that he's like, I don't know, like I'll give you I a mean, pat dude, on it. Yeah. If this is my thing, it'd be like, what are you trying to prove? I think it's kind of like um, a way, obviously like there's some emotional, um, struggle there so instead of him being able to just like be real and talk about like maybe some of his nervousness well, like, and his frustration he just is like he was also like I'm this. scary you know what i mean like yeah it's definitely like at a like a very he, like every scene he was like right i don't like people but it's really just it's very sensitive like you can actually tell these actually like extremely sensitive and that like the only reason why you would be so you have to prove to me you like is because you're really scared and really sensitive. So well, it's like, you know, he's one of those guys that like he has two drinks and you start talking about like college and he starts bawling his oh, eyes. Oh, he's out. emotional. He's when his like, daughter, know, when she gets know? in there and yeah. she's like, I was just really worried that you were going to be mean to him, daddy. And he's like, all that matters to me is that you like yeah, exactly. him. If you like him, he's going to go out there. He's going to get my approval. He's just the he sweetest just, guy. She's like, inside, you don't like anybody. He's, to be, he's like, like it's true. I don't like anybody. And he's <laughs> it's like, like, that's not true. You probably Not like you probably like most people, but you're afraid to look soft or something Not like at that. All. Yeah, but that's like you know. I think of other episodes. What's her dad? What's her? You know, go back to my favorite Bachelor of Our Time. Go back to Ari Leindyke. He goes and meets. Have you ever seen this? I don't know. He meets Lauren's dad. I don't know why I have such a, like a vivid memory of their season, but he meets uh, Lauren's dad, and his dad's like ex. Her dad's ex military, like fucking west point type shit oh, wow. and her dad's literally like if i don't like him like you know and her dad is like you tell like he's not kidding it was like one of them like okay this is like a sort of an intimidating thing he walks in total opposite sweet nice he's like oh my gosh like you like the same things i like like oh my god like, this is awesome they're just straight buddy buddy immediate there was no like Telling the camera, telling the producers, like, I'm going to be a hard ass. I'm going to whoop his ass. I'm going to do all this. And it's like, no, you're not. So then what would be the moment? What would be the scariest parent, you know, to deal with? Like, what, what attitude would be the most intimidating? I think the most intimidating for me would just be the, like, someone who doesn't, like, anyone who's making, like, in anyone who's trying to tell you to like really show like how intimidating they are, that shit would freak me out. I mean, that wouldn't freak me out. The dad who like doesn't even want to talk to you. The dad who's like, whatever, I don't fucking care. Like that is what would freak me out a lot more. And not one who says that, not like someone who's throwing like, I don't want to participate. The dad who's just like, no, like I'm literally not going to talk to you. Because at this point, you're not anything, you're not anyone to this. And that's where it's like, what's even scarier is when it's like, if the daughter like starts crying or the wife, like everyone starts throwing a fit and the dad's just like not bending, you get this like weird dynamic that's also in that of like, those are the, them's the rules, you know, like dad doesn't want to do it or like mom, like moms are scary to me too. 
But it's like that, the silent, just like take a look at you and just be like, no. Yeah. Like I'm not talking to you. That would be so much harder because then you'd be like really, you'd suddenly need to be like dating the dad and be like all of a sudden that approval actually really does matter. Most of these guys, like when you see, oh, you've seen a hundred tough dads on these shows, they cave, they cave the moment that the guy's like, yeah, your daughter has ambition. And like, I really respect that. And I think it's really cool. And they're like, no, she was pretty cool. You're all right. You're all right. You know, you're dating a few other girls, but like, that's okay. I think like what? Yeah. I think the one that would scare me the most is the one who disagrees with the entire process. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, like I'd rather have the guy who's mad. Well, you I don't can't trust get any man kind of guy or the nice guy or even the standoffish guy, but the guy who's just like, I just, I don't even understand why you even went on this show. Like, why are you, why are you doing this? This can't be real. This is a joke. Like, the, you know, the person that's just like belittling the whole thing and then is like distrusting the daughter oh. or the, or the husband, you know, or the other son and distrusting the bachelor, bachelorette. So, and then just kind of whole time they're looking at you with disappointment and they're kind of judging you, Becca's both of dad, you. And they're both Becca's just like, you're pathetic. Is, like, I think that would be the like really intimidating one. Cause I'm kind of like, we're starting off with them like not liking my existence as oh. opposed to just like prove to me you're good for my daughter it's like no, no no this whole process i disagree with so therefore you're already in the doghouse i think that'd be tough becca's dad when i was talking to her family about it like if they were going to go to hometowns he was like no i wasn't going to be there he was just straight up like i don't respect a single aspect of this show so much so to the point that even if she's coming to hometowns i won't be there for it and Allison was like, he's not like, we literally like, we had to have a talk about it. And she was like, it was going to be me and your grandma and like, you know, this other person and her dad was just going to be like straight up, like absolutely not participating. See, that would be very Zero. intimidating to me. And it's funny you say that because I met Becca's dad the other day when at, did you at, meet? at the birthday. Oh yeah. Dude, that dude is very intimidating. That's what I'm talking about. Your dad is like so not he comes up to me he's just like oh hi nice to meet you and he's gonna by the way your dad's so cool looking too he's just like cool glasses on Aww. he's got like a cool like hat on like i'm like who's the fucking like rock rock star like who invited who invited uh like um the, the famous like musician dude he literally yeah. looks like a like a, like a famous like musician who like lives in malibu it. now like that's what he looks like he's he would never wearing like old stetson hats dude, he's like and stetson like, hats he has he has like cool black glasses on he's got some cool outfit on and then he has like a uh like, like a little, scarf like he looks yeah. just like the guy that you would assume he is looks like, like an old like 60s rock, rock and roll yeah he looks like a guy who like lives in malibu in some mansion and like has hits yeah that's Becca's definitely his mo is like so intimidating and i was just like so i would imagine if i if i was like meeting him i would definitely be like okay oh dude whenever (laughs) i'm having this is like still where it's like i still don't know where i sit no i totally (laughs) see that i don't think you ever will no dude i mean my favorite so oh my god i'm so glad you brought up these stories because we had dude the best so the best part of ruth's birthday was we had Anna and Elsa impersonators. The Anna impersonator was like, oh, where's your bathroom? I need to go use the bathroom. She comes up to like, I'm talking with one of uh, Becca's like childhood best friends. Okay. And her mom. And we're like, oh, it's over here. Yeah. And she goes in and <laughs> Becca's mom just goes, 
oh, I'm going to be, she goes, I'll be right back. She goes, I need to go inside and make sure that she's not stealing anything. (laughs) I was like, are you serious? She goes, oh yes. She goes, I'm going to go sit on the couch the entire time she's in the bathroom and make sure she's not going through anyone's purse. We were like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) that shit blew my mind. Right, right. And then I was teasing her about it. That's a very intimidating statement in general. I was just like, dude, like, she's not... Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, about? she could be. That's an interesting But then she take. comes out and she goes, well, no. She goes, girlfriend of ours. She goes, her daughter went to a bachelor party. She goes, they hired a male stripper. And she goes, <laughs> I like how they're a male stripper and Anna is the oh, same. Dude, dude, dude. But this is also like, of course, Christian. Like, yeah, right. It's like, this is fuck? what you get. Allison, this is what you get. why are you telling me about your friends? My girlfriends who seem all out of control. They're not hiring male strippers for their parties. <laughs> But so anyway, she's telling me about it and she goes, well, he, they go, yo, you can change in this room. Happens to be the room all the women put their, all the women put their purses down in. Mm. He never came out of the room. He went through everyone's purse, stole everything of value and busted out the window and just <laughs> left the party. So she was like, oh, this person's coming in here and they're going to use the bathroom. She's like, I'm definitely walking through and I'm going to sit. She literally <laughs> sat on the living room couch till she left and followed her outside. Oh. And I was dying over that i thought that was that was my that was my highlight (laughs) that's the highlight of the kids party wow personally i love that yeah so to bring it around though it's like there's nuts funny you bring up her dad because it's like he would intimidate the shit out of me yeah but that's what i'm saying okay you said that he He was like he was like that about the thing it was like that's the guy that would be the most intimidating. Not the guy that's either mad at me or cool with me or quiet. It's the guy that kind of just, just goes, this whole thing, I disagree with. Well, no, so this is her dad. Her dad will ask you a question about like, Evan, hey, hey, so Evan, like you work in music. What do you, what do, you do with that? And then you'll tell him, <laughs> right. you'll tell him and he'll go like this while you're talking. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he'll look off. Like you already, you go, were like, sorry, I, I, it isn't, it isn't, it isn't important. It isn't important. Five, five seconds in it, you lost me. He goes, uh-huh. <laughs> and then you finish, you finish and he'll just go, yeah, okay. <laughs> like you didn't pass the test. And then he'll just sit there. <laughs> he'll just, he's okay with just like sitting in the office. And he'll silence. just go like. Like that would be, that's terrifying. You, you, I'm sweating you just talking like, like he this. He doesn't give a fuck about right. you. Right. That's everything <laughs> he's telling you. And you're just like, I don't know what to do. Because then you'll start like nervously, just like gushing yeah, you know, information. You start, and then you make yourself look like an and idiot. He doesn't like, anyway, f- did you hear about the thing the other day? And and he he's doesn't like, care. He literally he doesn't, just doesn't need care. to fill that space because he fills it with his presence. Nothing more intimidating to me than that attitude of like, he doesn't care to make conversation with you. He, if he's not interested, he's not talking to you. But he's not going to force it. No. And so then you look like a bumbling fool. No. And what you're Joe, trying to fill the air. All he cares about, like, which is really funny, which I really respect is like, he's just like, all he wants is like honesty and like actual presence. Okay. So it's like, he doesn't want you to agree with him. Got he doesn't it. necessarily yeah. even need to agree with you. He's not looking for bullshit. He's just like, don't, don't try to like gas him up. Don't try to like present yourself in some way that's like not really who you are. All this kind of and it's like you know he's he's got mad respect if you're just like blatantly honest. Yeah, and you're just also like stand like you know he cares about like your actions and like you know like you know sense of right or wrong and responsibility and those things. That means way more to him than anything else. But like just 
getting to know you through like conversation is like not, he'd rather be like, let's go, let's go do some physical challenges. Mm. So he's really into it. It's hilarious. But that's, I find that dude, that's where like these dads come on. It's like the most intimidating thing is just the dismissiveness. Just be like, I don't actually fucking care what you have to say. So then who do you think (laughs) had the best um, date? Or the best hometown? Honestly. Because Serene, you know, Serene got kicked off, so we knew, and we could sense that. I, which bummed me out though, because I really liked her brother. Yeah, I really liked her brother, but we could we could sense with him and her that like it, I think she's amazing, but I never felt the chemistry there. Do you feel bachelor at it? Yeah, maybe honestly, yeah, 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 yeah. Like maybe she's bachelor. A hundred percent. She's sweet. She's hilarious. She is like great personality i just felt like the only thing missing was like their connection like it just never yeah, felt there i so never it made understood sense. it and she is of course the one who we were saying last week too is like where the fuck did the i love that i'm falling in love with you come from and then she then then she goes i was falling in love with you and now i love you oh yeah and, and then, then it was just, like he just goes like thanks yeah. you know and so you just tell it wasn't there i'd say um my two favorite dates were probably Gabby's got me. Gabby's got me a little emotional. And she's she's got like this likable charm. That you I can't loved teach. her grandpa. Yeah, she's yeah. He's just kind of he's like, oh yeah. Gabby's been a dingbat since yeah. the day we met her. Like they just kind of mocking. They're having me. fun, like you know. But then they're talking about like the emotional side of her, and when her dad showed up, which I didn't fully right. understand. Uh, they kind of went over my head a little bit, like why her dad. He has a medical condition. No, his girlfriend uh has medical problems so they had to be super super careful about covid so because she was out with all those people and doing things he was like i can't be exposed to anything because i can bring it back Understood. oh she had cancer that's why so she had cancer that's and why so he had the cards he was like i can't be hanging out with you or be around anybody or because i could bring covid back to my that was i thought that whole section was really sweet yeah. in terms of like hometowns is really about showing that familial yeah. relationships i thought theirs was really really strong I also going, is it Rachel's the Florida pilot? Yeah. I thought her date of all of them, that is like the being in the Florida Everglades is one of my biggest fears in life. Just actually. animals that can kill you and like the entire place wants to kill you. Right. right. Like they're literally showing gators just by them. The size of that fucking spider. Yeah. What is that spider? Why is that spider even there? It's not even it doesn't real. even seem yeah. like it fits there. It's like Disneyland. There's water moccasins and all kinds of other. There's pythons, giant like pythons and boas and stuff it's like that Jumanji. just live out there. It's literally, it's a, it is a Jurassic World. Like when you were going through there, like they're on the side of Jurassic Park. Yes, hundred percent. Except that's just Florida, where the most psychopathic people in the entire United States all live. <laughs> Where it's like, when you see it on camera, you're like, it's a beautiful paradise. The moment like you step into it in reality, you're like, why is it blisteringly hot and wet and all at the same that time? Kill me. There's bugs the size of my fist and I have like big hands and, and literally everything wants to kill you, including the people. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. just fucking crazy. I'm just like, I don't like it. I don't like mm. it. And they're in a see-through boat, except theirs was also, it was highly erotic. Their oh, dude, they were just like, I felt like the sex was about to happen dude. and they cut away from it every time they My almost had sex. God. When she greets him, she's and like, it was grabbing just like his she's head like, I missed neck. you. And I was like, man, dude, I want whatever is like, <laughs> I want some of that. <laughs> whatever. I want to like go into like when, when we start, we're starting a new couples therapist. Yeah. I want to just show that and be like, I want 
to have at the end of this, this is goals. <laughs> this is how I want to be greeted. Dude, when she I, was I want like, to hoo you and I want to be like, oh, I missed you and dude, fingers in my hair. She was eating him alive. She's yeah. one of the creatures. Instead, him alive. instead, my mine is I walk in home. She's like, can you get dinner? Can you get dinner going? Can you get dinner going? I want I want hoojus when I come home. You know what I'm talking about? Hoojus are dope. Hoojus are dope. I wouldn't even mind giving a hooju. I like oh, that she yeah. tried to reverse that. Let's do let someone let's do a hooju. Like doesn't doesn't have to be. Let's next time we do uh, all of us in. Let's do a hooju comp between Beck and Jessa. I mean, you like that? Becca Jessa? Beck and Jessa. <laughs> you kind of switched their names into each other. Yeah. It's Beck. It's my dyslexia. Like, yeah, I like that. It's cool. Becca um, Je- Chatty, Chatty Broads with Becca and Jessa. From, with Beck and Jessa. <laughs> <laughs> and Evanston. And, and we're and Dak. Grevin. And we're Dak with Becca Jessa and <laughs> Gavin and Edston. You just start and... sounding like your kids. <laughs> and we're gonna kill you and eat you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, Susie to me, it's tough because it's like Rachel is the sex, like they have the crazy sexual chemistry. Gabby's like the fun. I think Gabby's really hilarious. Like she's really funny. Um, I think that she's got a likability that you just can't. She's got a, a, just a funny. Her and Susie are on they the same. Laugh. It's really fun. It's really like she's making jokes. She's like giving him a hard time. But my feel is like Susie's the wife. Susie's so safe. So safe and just so like classic Although, probably what he's used but to. But she also just, has enough pepper and spice. Like when sure. Dude, her thing when she takes him to the judo class, mm-hmm. which she's a blue belt in. So By the way, like what's she's a jujitsu professor? That was a little weird. I was that like, was, was like, super weird. That was some like weird Midwest. That was like, dude, there's like professor there's like, of jiu-jitsu. There's like black belt no, guys dude. who teach, but a professor like he went to school like, i don't know it just felt weird no you're and by just, the way the guy wasn't like brazilian so i also was kind of like okay how can you trust well, this guy? Like, brazilian jiu-jitsu in it. he'd probably whoop our ass but i still felt a little yeah it was very but it was very there's weird. this side where like Susie has that like sort of like prom queen or like whatever that's kind what of, like, i mean thing like but, he's so problem king but vibes. then she does the whole like she's like i i said today's date was going to be about finding out whether or not clayton liked to be choked she kind of threw and the sexual goes, vibe out there. Yeah. And he does. And you're like, yo, oh. what's up with that? She Susie, seems a little, smoky, uh, smoky. She, she seems a little very conservative, but then all of a sudden she'll throw out some stuff. She's like, you choke Clayton? Okay. You're like, what's up? Susie with the spice? Yeah. Susie with Where'd the spice. Where'd that come from? So I think there's like, Susie is, Susie has, Susie's the onion where I'm like, I don't. Oh, you've seen layers. Yeah. It's not all out there. I thought one of the more interesting moments in this whole thing was actually Rachel's friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. was like, <clears throat> where do you think you follow in those other girls yes. with fantasy suites? Yeah. And he nailed it where he's like, girl, like it was the sort of like, who, where do you think you fall in this? Like that's the real talk. That's the real talk of like relationship wise. Like he's taking someone to fantasy suites just to get it on. You don't want to be that girl. Also, the parents are always out of it, right? They're always old. They so they, they've seen yeah. like a couple episodes of the show and they're like, oh, cool. <clears throat> but they're not aware of that dynamic. Her friend was like, I've seen a lot of this. I have I know the dynamics. This is a defining moment. Where do you think of fall on the sexual ladder? And it was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, they uh, like, no, that's a... Yeah, this is a really specific question. question. That like can really... In, in a question that they, she's, they've all thought of, but like they don't want to talk about. 
I was really hoping that he would do a one-on-one with Clayton as the best friend and just yeah, grill and his like, ass. And be like, I'm super nice, but I'm not going to let you off because I actually know how this works. We're still guys. Yeah. Just be, like, just be like, I know exactly how you're thinking about this. I know what you're this. doing. Yeah. I want that conversation. Because I'm also feeling a little bit like, you know, Clayton is playing Mr. Like Knight in Shining Armor. But I'm also kind of feeling like, I think this guy's kind of a player. Well, we're not feeling it. We know it. Clayton breaks the rules and he sleeps. Right. With... But I'm just saying, even aside from that. Well, I guess he I'm does getting it. player vibes. They made it seem like he was sleeping with them before Fantasy Suites. But it's obvious now he slept with multiple people during Fantasy Suites. Oh my Which God. is what everyone else does. That's I don't what really... the whole point of the show is, Clayton. Yeah, that, that's kind of a... If that's actually what happens, where Excuse it's just me. Fantasy Suites. That's the... a Clayton. Like 10 in Toronto but like that's a little if that's just what it is I'm gonna be a little pissed because I'm gonna be like you guys let us on that like they had been sleeping together like throughout the show and then like he revealed it like versus like I did what everyone does what yeah it's like the whole point of the show like he's like I slept with I slept with a few I slept with a couple of you and afterwards I also told you guys that I loved you sorry sorry and then he's just like rolling on the ground and he's like oh, i'm broken <laughs> i do like that i'm broken i can't wait for that episode also they wait. did they previewed at the very end they previewed the women tell all which is just gonna be lit what is that is that next episode please I don't tell know. me that's next episode I but can't. it's heating up dude i think I the next couple can't wait I'm coming back. Someone's going to come back though. Like someone's going to elevate to just. I hope that Cassidy walks have... in with a Bane mask. She's going to be. Oh, I hope that like she, she catches wind be... of our impression. I'm thinking someone's going to be in like full Vader and you're just going to have like choke. Someone's going to get like choked out from across the room. <laughs> so now just you're just like... crossing your fantasies. Into and this you're show. just going to be like, you're going to see like one of the girls like. <laughs> and she can't breathe and she's be like collapsing on the ground and you'll just see her come in from across the room just like and Sinead's just like <laughs> like that'd be so sick I'm excited though like the next couple the next like three weeks right with the tell-alls and everything it's gonna I think it's gonna really light up it's gonna get popping I'm I'm still waiting for people to just completely lose it like lose all decorum. I want to see just a full out fight and brawl. Well, I we, know I've focused on this, but we see it in other sports. You see it in basketball. You see it in baseball. You see it in football all the time. People get worked up and they just like abandon everything. And like the whole team's like, let's rush out of the dugout and beat the shit out of the pitcher. Yes. Doesn't matter that we're on TV. Doesn't matter. We're going to get fined. Doesn't matter that all our contracts are like on this. I'm waiting for that tell all when it just gets so heated that they just cut and you get the like rainbow blocks of like Tetris on your screen. It's like, like message from our sponsors. And well, you just like come back and everyone's disheveled. Yeah, right. and like, everyone's just bloody. That's what I want. That's my ultimate goal for reality TV is bringing back. I mean, reality TV used to be about just like get them psychotic to the point. shit. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Road rules and all that was fighting. Get they was the just get them drunk life. in the club and fight where their brain breaks and be like, what is happening? What's interesting about this kind of ending situation here is that I don't think I've seen in a long time three people that truly, honestly believe they're the one. And the Bachelor Bachelorette is like not really showing a winner. Like all three of the remaining women are like very 
oh, I could possible see. winners. Like, I'm not seeing a clear forefront. Like, there is like a massive connection with all three of them. They're all crazy chemistry. They're all having a blast together to the point where there's like, well, now no, it's and like, that's where, dude, that's where I want to bring back to like our previous. Man, I wish we had organized. We could call these guys right now, but I want to bring up in the final to the final rose people and be like, dude, are you gonna really tell me that those girls aren't in love with him, right? And that he's not actually in love with. The, I for let's have I, Game of Roses on the next week or two. I firmly believe it. Let's call. I him think up. he'll be happy with any one of them. Yes, I think what's I actually going to be the hardest for Clayton is to be happy with whoever he chooses. I, that's why I and agree. And not have remorse over the decision of letting the other ones go. He's going to be, tw- he's going to have to be struggling the most because of the torn. Like he's yeah. going to be like, man, each one has something I like that like beats out the other one. And I don't know what to do. Yeah, I agree. We well, should definitely, like, we'll call him. We'll have him on next week. Yeah, next week or the week after, depending on like what breaks out. But I completely agree. I think it's like, he's going to be like, I honestly do not know what to, what to yeah. do. And then he's going to suggest they all move in together. Oh, that would be sick. And he's gonna be like, let's do the first polyamorous. They should do a polyamorous, or the, or they, the first one they Spe- all move in together, and then that's the new show. Speaking of which, show. of polyamory, do we want to, aside from Game of Roses, do we want to reach out to my friend who's polyamorous and have him on the show? I'm down. Let's find out what this is like. I'm down. Super right. down. He has a really positive perspective on it, by the way. I love it. I want to hear about it. I know. We may not, it, depending on how the episode goes, we might not let the girls listen to it or that conversation is going to all come back. <laughs> They're going to use it? Because that has been talked about in a while and I'm That's not true. too mad about it. Like maybe we should leave it off the books? Yeah, maybe. But we should see. He's a uh, wild card. I love it. I love wild cards. Well, we love you guys. We Thank you so much. We will see you next week and uh, the season. Should we do up. one? Sorry, I don't mean, I was just one, maybe one plug. Yeah, let's do it real quick. One plug. That's what we maybe we call it. One plug. One plug. One plug. How's that song go? One love. Oh, dog thing. Doggies. Ooh, doggies. You ready for this one? Let's do it. It says I got in there. North Star Hounds. <clears throat> Here's a little treat what for is you, this? Evan. Oh. Get out of here. Oh, it's for <laughs> they're like bibs or like little <gasps> scarves for dogs. Oh, <gasps> and they're tiny ones that they could fit on our Ashley. children. Oh, yeah, that's for Ashley. This could go on our kitties. Technically, the small ones work for cats too. Oh, but it's what it says in there. Oh, wait, wow, this is very confusing. She wrote on this side and then it goes onto this side. Oh, whoa, hello, right to left. <laughs> Hello. Hello. That's what it says. I love, love, love listening to you guys and the ladies. Shout out broads every week. Thank you so much for sharing. Plug something. I run North Star Hands. Is that what it is? North Star Hands? Hounds? A dog bandana. Sorry. I can't tell. Like sometimes, you know, if you screw up an N or a U, like the... Hounds. North Star Hounds. Yeah, but look at... She missed the curve. Oh. Look at where my finger is. Unless you printed it wrong on the... Zoom in on your YouTube, you guys. Can you see that? A dog bandana company (laughs) out of St. Paul, Minnesota, sharing some of my favorite patterns for Boris... Boris C.I. <laughs> Boris, what else? For, I'm confused. Why is Here. that? What's that CI after Boris? Boris oh, no. Uh, parentheses. I also have a giant dog, oh. two Newfoundlands, plus Ashley 
and then gray. Technically, these small ones are for cats too. So you can sweet. find me at northstarhounds.com. IG is at northstarhounds. Love you and can't wait for your soon-to-be weekly episodes. Oh, because she sent this a while ago. Sorry, we're just finally getting this. Sorry. <clears throat> All of our products are shipped in recycle recyclable boxes or com- compostable. Yes, that's how you say it. Compostable bags. Wow, thank you. That's how you say Definitely it. Definitely going to rock this. Gonna put, I'm going to put Boris in the beer one. Fucking earth killer. You don't even know how to say compostable. <laughs> I was like compostable. No compostable. You front her. Uh, sweet. Thank you so much. Appreciate okay. you. you. We'll think, definitely use this. How far into this treat do you think Ember would get before she realizes it's a dog treat? She, quick. She's very like, it's more me. Me would be the problem if that Frank? was set out. Frank? Eat the whole thing, no whole problem. Thing, no problem. <laughs> well, we love you guys. Peanut butter, this peanut butter banana, dude. I mean, it's going to be delicious. If it's, it's homemade, too, it's just basically it's all just natural food. peanut. Let's just go for it. Let's go for it on here. This is called, this is what's going to get people to watch. This we, is how we get people to watch. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Yeah. A little cheers for the Let's road out. Cheers. Dog cheers. treats. Dog treats. Out. It's just lacking sugar. Dogs will love it. It's delicious. It's like a biscuit. This is what I imagine like sailors in like the 1800s to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Jet soon. <laughs>